Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest today is Daniel Ayala, who is Senior Vice President and Business Unit Manager for Global Remittance Services Group at Wells Fargo. He will discuss marketing financial services to Latinos. Daniel is is responsible for developing, executing, and managing the bank's global consumer remittance strategy. His team is primarily focused on the product development and management of consumer remittance product operations for Latin America and Asia. Daniel and his team manage the Intercuenta Express, Dinero al Instante, and other products focused on consumer remittances to India, the Philippines, Mexico, Guatemala, and El Salvador. Daniel is a global payments systems expert with more than 15 years of experience. Daniel, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me in your program. I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, um, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all the uh, listeners of your podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's talk a little bit about financial services and Hispanics. What is it like? Is it is it a very easy market to penetrate? I know there's a lot of need and there's a lot of hunger for information, but how easy how easy is it to market to these audiences? You know, marketing to to multicultural segments uh, it's 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 almost an art form to an extent. Um, uh, there are segments that uh, <clears throat> that that have specialized channels, and also have uh, unique needs. So it's 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 a balancing act of ensuring that that you have the right uh, product mix to 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 meet the the needs, and that you are um, uh, transmitting the message, the marketing message, uh, to the appropriate audience at the appropriate time with the right message. So it's 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 complex like anything else is, but I think it's uh, probably a little bit a bit more complex uh, to to other marketing segments where you typically can use uh, you know more straightforward approaches. So it's definitely uh, challenging, but I think you know the the industry overall is making great uh, progress in in being more effective uh, in targeting the, uh, the 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 Hispanic segment. And in our case, uh, you know, Wells Fargo has 154 years of experience, uh, you know, uh, marketing products to uh, to consumers uh, in the entire uh, footprint. Just to give you an idea, it is in our in our employee uh, procedures and operations manual that was, you know, dates back to the 1800s that clearly states that we are to 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 treat customers of all. Races, creeds, and lifestyles equally, and uh, ensure that we're meeting their needs. So you know we we go back uh, in history, and 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 you know you see that um, our very first customer was actually a female, and we were one of the few employers on the on the west coast of California who very quickly uh, searched and 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 were able to be successful in in acquiring. Uh, employees from from many many diverse uh, backgrounds. Uh, you know the Bay Area. It's probably uh, a very significant example of what the 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 melting pot uh, looks like. Uh, you know, will look like across the U.S. in, in a couple of years to come. Just like other cities in in the U.S. are. Um, you know, some of them. You know, New York and, and Miami are probably good other examples to, to take into account. 
So, you know, we're very engaged in this segment, and, uh, and I think it's our history, our heritage, and, and the team members we have that come from diverse backgrounds that allow us to put it all together and drive those two challenges uh, uh, forward. One, you know, get the right message to the right people at the right, right time, and two, have the right set of products for that segment. Tell me more about those two points. So let's take the first one, uh, getting the message out. Um, in traditional marketing, uh, typically, you know, you, you do the radio, the print, um, and, and TV um, advertising, and, and typically that's, that's sufficient to get the word. I, I think that's true of marketing to Hispanics, but um, there is an added uh, level of complexity. One is language. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that if you're going to target the Hispanic segment, you're only going to do it in Spanish. Uh, there are different generations of Latinos in the U.S. If you are comparing the Latino segment that resides in the San Francisco Bay Area to the Latino segment that resides in, 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 in L.A. or San Diego or Phoenix or Tucson, Arizona, you find that you, you will find a, a different level of acculturation on the average um, Latino living in those, con in those, in those cities. Um, so that creates a challenge in terms of what channel you pick and what language you decide to, to target that customer in. That's, that's one challenge. Another challenge on the marketing side is uh, ensuring that uh, you're using the right uh, channels. Uh, you know, in our case, um, I think we've tried and, 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 and worked on all the channels, but, but in my product area, and I'll talk about the product in a minute, uh, we definitely have been very focused on, on both radio as well as some print. Um, and, and then lately we've been getting more engaged on direct mail. I think the key thing is that you identify the audience you're trying to get the message to, understand that audience extremely well, and ensure that you are targeting their media habits. And, and I think uh, in our case we're looking for the recent immigrant because, you know, we offer a remittance product um, which appeals primarily to the recent immigrant. But at the same time, we also want to ensure that the more established immigrant knows about the product we have to offer. So we look for that balance, and, and it's, it's an art form. It's not a calculated process. It, it takes, you know, test and trial and, and some mistakes to come along the way. Uh, so that's, that would be kind of the, uh, the getting the message out piece. Um, the second part, uh, which is the, having the right set of products, um, <clears throat> as you mentioned when you introduced me, uh, it, I manage the, the global remittance services unit within the bank, and, 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 and what that means is we, we are my business is the business of helping consumers in the U.S. Uh, that are Wells Fargo Bank customers get money from the U.S. into Mexico, Guatemala, and El Salvador. Um, and in the case of Asia, we actually have India, the Philippines um, <clears throat> targeted today. And, and you know, when you look at that, that those markets, those are the largest remittance corridors uh, that come from the Wells Fargo locations in the U.S. to offshore markets. Just to give you an idea, Mexicans in the U.S. are remitting about $20, $20 billion back home. Um, just the, the, the California element of that is equivalent to about $9 billion out of that $20 billion. So, you know, Wells Fargo being, you know, one of the largest, if not the largest bank in the West Coast, um, 
uh, that's an important service that we need to ensure consumers uh, have available uh, th through our product offering. Um, Asian Indians um, is another example. You know, there's a lot of them in, in the Bay Area with technology and so forth. So we also want to ensure that we're targeting them effectively. Guatemalans and Salvadorians are, are, are prevalent throughout the U.S., uh, but significant uh, pockets of uh, population from those origins uh, in the L.A. area and even the Central California area and even, you know, in Texas. So, so you know, what we did is we, um, when, when we started focusing on this product, um, we, uh, the way in which we, we focused on it was, you know, it's, it's clearly part of our mission. I mean, we want to serve our customers' uh, payments needs. And, and in our case, being a, a heavy West Coast bank, uh, our customers uh, include Latinos. And, and one of the key things that, that we take into account is that, you know, somewhere between 60 to 70% of Latinos are sending money back home on a frequent basis. Um, so as a result of that, we developed the product. And, you know, we're not in this business just to sell remittances. We're in this business to provide financial services to Latinos. And as a result, um, what this product allows us to do is to talk to customers about something that is near and dear to their hearts. It's, it's you know, taking those extra $100 or $300 or $400 or whatever it may be and, and ensuring that they get back to that family member they left behind in their home country, whether it's mom, uh, dad, or both of them, or, or the wife and kids that were left behind while the person works here on a seasonal basis or, or on a constant basis. It's, it's about ensuring that you meet the needs of those consumers, which historically those, need, those needs were met not by banks but by, uh, you know, uh, non-bank uh, financial services companies um, that are typically known as money service businesses, which are, you know, the check cashing outlets, uh, the, you know, the remittance companies, standalone remittance companies that, that are present in supermarkets. And while those companies have the most, the majority of the market today, they, um, they are not necessarily um, relationship-focused, they're transaction-focused. As a bank, uh, we are interested in a relationship with this consumer. Uh, we're interested in more than just serving their remittance needs. We want to ensure that they, we are there for them to provide them with the savings opportunities, to educate them on, on, on financial literacy, and to be there for them when they're going through their financial um, life cycle um, in life. So, you know, when they're ready to buy that first home, we want to be there for them uh, all the way to the point in time where they retire. And so forth. So that's those are kind of that's kind of the emphasis we take on. But remittances, it's really um, uh, a key conduit to allowing us to be uh, successful in this um, in this process. Daniel, when you said twenty billion dollars in terms of Mexicans' remittance, is that an annual number? Yeah, that's an annual number. Twenty billion dollars. El Salvador is about uh, three billion dollars. Guatemala is about $2.5 billion. How does that compare with other groups in the United States that send remittances home? It, by far, the Mexican um, immigrant segment is, is the largest in terms of the sheer number of dollars uh, going back home from the U.S. Uh, probably after Mexico, you have uh, India and the Philippines as, as sort of the, the larger 
markets, except, you know, not all of the money is coming from the U.S. It's coming from Europe and, and, and the Middle East as well, where there's a lot of uh, migrant workers from the from those countries uh, working in those in those countries. Um, so you know, it's estimated that about half of the money coming into India from other markets comes from the U.S., and that has been estimated at around uh, I think it's about nine billion dollars, nine to twelve billion dollars uh, going into India from the U.S. In the case of the Philippines, it's about a seven billion dollar market from the U.S. Then I think if you look at other Latin American countries, Brazil is somewhere between four to six billion. Uh, Colombia is growing very rapidly. Uh, so is Venezuela. You know, you got two things, two factors working here in remittances. One is, uh, a, you know, historical migration. A, and then you get recent migration. And typically the recent migration when it's significant is because of, of, of travel at home. Um, you know, so in the case of Colombia, you have, you know, a lot of um, issues uh, uh, with the guerrilla movement and the paramilitary movement. So a lot of people have decided to, to leave the country. And, you know, if you walk the streets of Miami, Florida, you see it. It's, it's very clear. That's, that's kind of the port of arrival, if you will. Um, uh, same thing with Venezuela, with the you know government of Chavez. There's been a lot of people that have decided to make their home the U.S. And typically, their port of entry is Miami, Florida, and then eventually they make their way out to the east, to the west. Well, Daniel, thank you for joining us, and to our audience, thank you for listening to today's interview with Daniel Ayala, who is Senior Vice President and Business Unit Manager for Wells Fargo Global Remittance Services Group brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority.